Yo, this is Ella Rocker, South Philly's number one bourbon general. Just cruising on this beat I made right here. You're now tuned in to Sir Love Day, my man Cheese, Crush Your Live Podcast. Talking about the best topics on earth. Damn straight, I said it. The whole globe. Yeah, about to dip out though. Shouts to my people's career crooks, wrecking crew, crush a live podcast. Peace. Welcome back, Crush a Live Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, my right hand yes, man, Sir Love Day. Sir Love Day, how are you? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Rested. I'm all right. Uh, and it's not as murderously hot here. So. I'm in a pretty good mood. Well, that's Can't that, complain. That's always good. As always, your your fine pussy ticklers are looking fantastic. In, Thank in, you. In the summer Thank glistening you. heat. Uh, I'm yes, sure that's yes. making Brooklyn uh, extra um, heated as you walk by. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't need to hear those stories. Um, with you <laughs> Just you. Um, Kalina is, is somewhere um, working, mm. so she'll try to get on this cast. If you hear her, because she's rushing in. If you don't, well, you know, we'll see her on the yeah. next one. Um, but sure. anyway, regardless, if, if you're listening to the show, you got to make sure your toes are immaculate. We have some standards Please. here. Um, and if you like it or not, if your toenails and your and your fingernails don't match colors, we <laughs> have to, we have to talk about that. That's a serious we issue. Got to. Um, it's a question. If you want to have your panties and your and your and your bras, your braziers match. That's my preferences. Some people don't like to do it that way, but I have some high standards. Yeah. They got if you got leopard print, it better be leopard print everywhere. Um, that's that's just me um, saying that. Yeah. I have a I have another rant. I'm sorry. It seems to be the okay. way. We, I, I promise you, it's not a segment of the show for cheese to always be on a rant. But All right. The deeper I dive into this podcasting, the deeper I, I'm forced to think about things mm-hmm. that that typically I won't rant on. I'll probably just have a thought about it and then move on. But right. I'm really tired of teases from these awesome collaborations that might come out. And then when they do come uh, out, mm-hmm. it's like two songs. Okay? Uh, yeah. And they seem to always be related to Doom, MF Doom somehow. I was highly <laughs> anticipating whatever project this DJ Muggs slash X slash Doom project was. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. And why it, wouldn't you? And they, were, and they released, I thought it was like singles. But yeah. no, that was the project. Two songs. That's it. By That's Freddie it. Gibbs and uh, I don't even know who the Coogee um, Rap. Yep, and uh, great songs, you know, slow, murderous, um, yeah. very scenic, um, very, uh, uh, you know, thumping. Very atmospheric. Very atmospheric. The art very... the art around it, the, the yep. whole design of everything, the, the vinyl collection of mm-hmm. it. Deep, so, dark. Oh, top-notch stuff. So I was ex- super oh, yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. And the way music rolls out now, at least for the independents, is they roll out the project in like Bandcamp, SoundCloud, before it hits the major outlets like right. Apple Music, right. Tidal, Spotify. And that's yeah. really for the hardcore audience 
to buy and use their money to support the artist. And I'm okay with that. I actually like it that way. So mm-hmm. if you want, you wait the following week to get it everywhere else. So I waited yeah. the following week. I tried to order the vinyl. Um, it was mm-hmm. sold out. I was a little late on it. Because I'm thinking it's a full-fledged album. And it's right. not. <laughs> it's just two songs. You know what yeah. that is? It's like putting the head in and then sticking it out. And then you're leaving. How are you going to do go that? Home. How do you do that? No. no, that whole ploy is for a bigger reason. It's the reason why you do it. It's the reason why you say, let me just... Because you know that's not where it's going to end. I Well, but, in theory. Well, that's why us guys do it. If we do it that exactly. way, we're not trying to do you dirty. It's because we want you to come back. And yeah. Well, anyway, I'm not telling you the, the secret of man code. You guys should right. figure it out. But if there's podcast. something coming out, fine. But I don't get the sense that's true. Because I'm still, if they, in that case, I'm still waiting for a West Side Gun Doom project, not to just two songs. Right. right. Yeah, this is this is a problem of Doom, right? And I've and I'm a super super Doom fan, and I've you know enjoyed and adored so much of his music. But the honest truth about Doom is that, as great as he is, he has shown almost an and in an antagonizing relationship to his fans he's he's pretty much at the point of like i hate fans but i don't like you guys he does so much to disrespect or disregard uh his fans and how much they love him like you'll pay 75 dollars and 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 get some tickets at some show and you'll get there and there'll be some other guy on stage rocking out in the doom mask and you're just like what that is not. <laughs> that Whoa, is not. Talk about bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And he's done that a, a few times to the point where, like, a lot of fans just stop trying and they really, really look to confirm and confirm that he's actually going to be there before they buy tickets or go to a show, you know? And he's had that pattern. And then he doesn't, you know, really promote all of his work and make sure his fans can know where to find it because he'll just go off and team up with some producer and then just completely change the name and not hint on it on any of his social media like he does have like an Instagram account believe it or not he does have like yeah he does have like social media outlets and ways he can get the word out to the masses but you're not gonna see you know the JJ Doom stuff up there all the time or the other different Doom pairings he's done over the years up and promoted like that and the fans have to like dig and hunt and search to find this work and I can see where that would have an appeal but I could also see how that turns fans off and makes you go screw this guy he doesn't seem to care about us but the, but you have time to make a Zarface absolutely. album absolutely and you have absolutely. time to give Bishop, Bishop Naru right full album produced beats and, and but you can't sit down with with mugs and 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 and, and get it done and do this can't right. sit down with we can't sit down Mad with Lib. Ghost and get this damn ghost album out already? You can't finish the Mad Villainy Part Two that you've promised since I back when Mad Villainy One came out. I'm still waiting out? for a, a, a paycheck. <laughs> I got bars, Snickers bars, Hershey bars, watch them Oh yeah. Bars. I, I, I'm like sick of that bars in one. Sure, love day. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of yeah. I'm sick of those things. I could tolerate the EPs. There's so much music out right. there. I could, I, I actually prefer it at this point, just for I could, just for I could listen yeah. to something and not consume 20 songs. 
But right, we can't right. go from 20 songs to 7 songs. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, it needs to be 10 to 12. 10 to 12, yeah. and tw- 10 yeah. to 12 is an album. Under that is an EP. Um, yeah, for so, real. you know, so album of the year, we're talking about albums. EP of the year, right. completely. Uh, rest in peace, really Nas. Saying that, <laughs> yeah. uh, what we're, we're supposed to talk about, which we didn't say, yes. is we're really, we're big fans all three of us really mm-hmm. um, we love the bars we love lyrics we love storytelling we love for sure. but mm-hmm. I think we all three of us prefer beats over lyrics. we do love some good beats oh, um, we love some beats um, I know I do I can mm-hmm. I can listen to instrumental albums just as much or more than lyrics now mm-hmm. What we're going to do in this show is our top three producers right now. Not right. of all time. Right. Not in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right. right now. This year. This calendar year. Um, mm. 2018. Even if you go outside a little bit of that, 2017, yeah. that's okay. But right now, who is putting the best beats out there? We're not saying they're the best in the world. We're not saying we're right. not gonna we're not gonna you know we're not gonna say that if Primo's not doing good work he's doing great work he might be on that right. he might be on that list right. there's a lot of exciting producers doing a lot of good things so these are the hottest ones right now and it could be for a lot of different reasons it could be because mm-hmm. the the quality and consistency there it could be because like the music that they're producing is unique different and unique to them which is important before. Right. Before Jay Z takes it as his own, <laughs> you know what? That's not fair. Drake will That's take it first. That's not fair. Drake will take it first and spin you know it. You know who take it and uh, not give credit. Shout yes. out to Sal uh, Houdini, who Drake patterned mm-hmm. his style against. Uh, you should yeah. look that up. Now, saying that, <laughs> uh, if Kalina jumps on, we'll get it. If not, we'll post it on Twitter. Uh, for you could get her insight. Thanks for everybody who's been checking out the show. We appreciate it. We appreciate sure. all the, the, the feedback and just the comments. So especially with the last episode with the recommendations, people really did go out their way to say, hey, we didn't know about Maxo Cream. You know, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Jamal Gasol. Listen, I thought That's you right. were from Philly, bro. <laughs> I, I thought you were from Philly. I didn't it's do my research because I, I just heard the flow. I'm like, yo, that's Philly right there. My dude's right. from Niagara Falls. I, I apologize. My mm. bad. <laughs> Jamal Gasol is from the New York side of yes. Niagara Falls. I didn't know they rolled that way. I just didn't know. <laughs> Who knew they had bars up there? I thought you were closer to me. Yeah. So shout out yeah. to you. We apologize for that. That's my bad. I'll take that out, but check out Jamal Gasol. Drop some new stuff recently too. So let's get right into it, Sir Love Day. I know you you love producers. You make Absolutely. Your own stuff. So what do you? What are one of your your favorite uh, producers right now? So for me, the guy that that first jumped out when we started talking production uh, was well. There's a couple of guys. It's, it was a long list, right? Because of the right now phrasing, I was like, man, this past two years alone so much heat so much skill is coming out i don't know what to do i don't know who to who to support uh but i decided let me just focus on some guys who really kind of wowed me and amazed me with their production um even if it's some of it's a little older 
but I know that right now they're making great, 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 great stuff. Um, and I feel like they're maybe in their best zone right now. So first up, going with Tyler, the creator. So Tyler, I feel like doesn't get enough credit for his production. I feel like he just doesn't. I feel like he gets almost no love as a producer. He gets minor amount of love as we just love him like as a musical force we go yeah this guy's pretty efficient this guy's pretty incredible he makes great music makes great albums but i think just as a producer the guy's pretty brilliant uh he's very very smart about understanding the blending of sounds particularly when it comes to uh the tone of specific artists voice and the tones of the notes in each beat. Uh, he's really smart about that. You never really find an artist on one of his productions that you hear them and you go, that doesn't seem to fit. That guy doesn't seem to be a good fit on that record. That doesn't mesh well. You always hear it and feel, oh, there's a great connection there. That's a great beat for that guy. And that's a great sound for that guy. Um, and he produces every type of of music that you could want because even amongst his own catalog just between his albums he's done the very hard very dark he's done the very flowery very beautiful uh very complex and orchestrated sounds he's done the very jazzy very funky very slow um and one of my favorite moments for him the thing that really made me go oh no this guy's brilliant and he needs to get credit is even before his last album which is amazing top to bottom um and this year he's been putting out these little records bit, bit by bit right he did the okra he did uh 435 he just did one like earlier today i didn't listen to it. i saw it on youtube he released it on youtube like a video with the song and i was like oh, i gotta listen to that but i haven't listened to it yet but when i found out that he was the producer behind schoolboy q's big body featuring a dog pound off of the blank face lp i kind of lost my brain a little bit i was blown away that that song was so that beat is so quintessentially west coast it's so perfectly dog pound (laughs) there's there's almost nobody else you could hear on that record but like snoop and the dog pound every bit of that sound sounds like them and their era it, it and it doesn't sound like g-funk it doesn't sound like it's dre it doesn't sound like it's warren g it sounds like dog pound west coast low riders you crip walking along to the side of this <laughs> and he delivered that up for schoolboy q on what's already a fire album it's just you know that that stamp that's like oh yeah no this guy is great you know, tracking it back from Yonkers and do all of the crazy stuff he's done from his weird experimentational stuff on like Cherry Bomb through the Wolf and Goblin and everything else and the stuff he's done for Earl Sweatshirt and for the whole Out of Future team from Frank Ocean and, and the internet and Sid and all of them. Brilliant stuff. Sounds amazing all the time. The dude deserves a lot of credit. He's a super dope producer and he, he for me does definitely deserves to be in that top three right now. Oh, for sure. I, I totally agree, even though he's not on my three. So do I really, <laughs> so do I really agree? <laughs> I don't know. But no, he's one of those 
he's under understated. Yeah, because mm-hmm. his personality his is so big. And For his sure. antics are so big. Though he calmed down a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He definitely. is he is one of those who transcends hip hop in a, in a lot of ways. He's definitely a visionary. And mm-hmm. I I I really dig him because he's 100% on everything he does from, yeah. from the visuals yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like pusher he's like i don't know i don't know nothing of nothing i just do right, this right. and i don't know what's coming out <laughs> they told me who the album cover is i, I don't know I, they, they changed I, it on me i don't even know album. i don't even know what songs are on there apparently <laughs> um i don't know i made like 100 songs i don't know which seven made it you know he right, is right. <laughs> over everything meticulously Every and he he's one of those uh, mcs when you hear it you could tell he hears things through his heart and his passion mm-hmm. and it's just it's lush music it's dark lush and it's great stuff and it's great stuff mm-hmm. um do i think he's the best mc ever absolutely not but no. I, I, his voice is, is magnificent i think when he good does voice. hit it, it it's really good when he finds his pocket it's good but his awkwardness is also a part of his appeal um mm-hmm. so it's great stuff i'm gonna go right into one of mine we're not really gonna top this i guess we just yeah. we you know it's just, yeah, it's just three um yeah I think I came in late in terms of my Purdue, one of the producers I, I'm really liking right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I came in a little late, meaning he's been around. Um, yeah. I feel like he's been a fixture, of, mm-hmm. especially in the underground scene. But I really, really have been uh, looking for his music more because he dropped two of my favorite projects this year. And you will probably mm-hmm. see them mm-hmm. in somewhere in the honorable mention slash crushy awards <laughs> because yeah. of how much I readily hear these projects. And I'm talking Fair about enough. two biggest projects that I like is uh, Mayhem Loren, not the one with DJ Muggs, the one with Harry Fraud yeah. and um, Currency. Um, mm. Those two albums, both of them short, eight to ten songs. Both of them, both those albums produced by Harry Fraud are spectacular. Spectacular. For sure. Especially the currency one because it's mm. so... The, the scene that they're painting and the, <laughs> the whole Miami vibe that they're mm. going for and it's it was right on. It was production that you can't hear anywhere else. It's still hip-hop, but it was it's, yeah. it's it was fun music. And I did, I did pre-order the vinyl. I'm very nice. much looking forward to it when it comes out. Um, but it caught me off guard because the songs that I've heard from Harry Fraud, like from Sean Price albums and other albums, were really hardcore menacing beats. They weren't. They weren't this mm. like really. Um, hard energetic songs. Like they weren't like yeah these thematic songs. Um, which is weird because. A lot of producers are good at producing songs, but not really capture, capturing the vibe of an album. Mm. And there's only yeah. a few that I could think of that could do a whole album and really give you... In that a, way. A, yeah, in that way. And so I was surprised when I heard a Harry Fraud only produced album and it was, from front to back, magnificent. So um, I just love the work he's doing this year especially with the uh, Mayhem Loren and the Currency album. I recommend every, everybody to go check those albums out. 
and mm-hmm. I re- and, but then I, I I went and looked at other stuff and some of the trap stuff that he's doing, amazing yeah. too. And I don't yeah. like trap, right? And but I was like, when I hear that, la musica de Harry Oh, the signature, the signature is fantastic. <laughs> the signature. You're like, oh, this is gonna be good. This is. Oh, this is I look good. when I oh I I pre come all the time yeah. when I hear it. I gotta wipe myself. <laughs> too much TMI. Never TMI. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Sorry. I'm sorry, mom. I don't Wrong think you know, I don't think you know what that means anyway. Um, so for me, when I hear the signature, great sin- signature by the way. And uh, we're gonna try to get Kalina to say it. <laughs> we're gonna try to get her to say it. Um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's one of my favorite Harry Fraud. Check out for the sure. currency, the uh, Mayhem Loren, not the one produced by DJ Muggs. I would love to tell you what the name of that album was, but off my head, I don't know. It's late when we're recording this, and it's hot, um, and I had some Arizona. Big can iced tea, and so all the diabetes <laughs> is hitting my tongue right now. Um, what do you have? Um, so for me, next up is, is another guy who's been around for a minute who I slept on because I didn't even know he was making some of the beats that I was in love with um, or that set a tone on an album. You know, sometimes you get those albums that are produced largely by this guy or that guy. And then you get those individual records on the album that are produced by some other outside entity. But those records are the ones that have some sort of resonance that stick out. And you're just like, oh, those are the great records off of those albums. And this guy didn't see it coming. When I first heard of him, didn't know he was producing. Started off as a rapper. And I was like, okay, he produces too. Didn't realize what he was making. And then I started looking at the liners and started studying the credits and looking up the samples. And I was like, oh, this guy's just been cooking heat for a long time. Um, And he's doing it right now still. And I'm talking about Mr. Porter. Uh, And so for me, it's about his most recent stuff that really jumps out to me. Um, That's amazing. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of great stuff. He's been around for a minute. So he's got a bunch of great stuff in the back catalog. If you want to go back to 2004 and five and all of that or everything else between there um but just recently uh he did a big chunk of the book of ryan which as everybody knows i'm a big race fan and that particular album was fire so i enjoyed all of that production he did some stuff on a very underwhelming eminem album that last album whatever that was called um, but he had like the best beats on a very blah album. <laughs> the only songs that were like, oh, I like those songs. Turns it's out they a, were all. It's a great all... instrumental album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out the only songs that were worth listening to were all Mr. Porter beats. Um, but, but along with that, he did a bunch of great stuff. And everywhere he goes, I love his style of production um, because it's not your typical sampling style when he does sample um it's not your typical i'm gonna take it find a loop i'm gonna get you know two or three sections of sounds and just use those two or three he really does stuff in a way that i think is um and i hate the comparison because i don't i don't want to compare the two of them but it's just reminiscent of the styles of like dilla and guys and q-tip you know because it's it's very much chopped it's very much cut up into pieces and played as an instrument instead of oh i like those instruments you're using i'm just gonna borrow your horns and let you replay your horns for me for my beat it's no i'm gonna 
flip that little piece of that sound at the end of the horn and then chop that into this and stretch your your scream into this three different notes and that's how he does his stuff and it's great to hear when he does it uh and everything he's been touching has been gold he is uh if you if you i don't know how many people watch mass appeals um youtube channel but they have a show on their youtube channel uh where they take a producer they take them to a record shop they have to pick three records blindfolded then they got to go back and make a beat using those just those three random records that they selected and for a while uh ninth wonder has had like one of the best ones and people praising this so many likes and views and then mr porter went on and did it recently people were like oh ninth wonder I think Mr. Porter just took your title. And you can see his strikes climbing up there, competing with Knight's views and likes and, and comments about how great his was. Uh, he's that sort of ridiculous producer. If you just want to get a sense of how he is, then just uh, go look him up. Mass Appeal uh, is a YouTube channel, uh, Mr. Porter. And watch that little uh, episode of his. It's only like 20 minutes long. And he kills because he's just that sort of talented super quick super skilled uh, producer who's got a great ear and it's cool that he could also rap <laughs> but I, I love the guy's production definitely one of the guys that i look for and if i hear he's done something with someone on a certain project i go and listen to it just to hear his beat regardless of who the artist is but to hear what he did that time around and that's a lot considering how much music there is out there to absorb the fact that you would go and hunt down this one guy says a lot about how much at least for me i enjoy his work so he's definitely up there for me yeah uh, great pick what, what, what is this? sir love day he, 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 brings, <laughs> he brings it all the time uh, we want to know who, what you're listening to who are you some of your favorite sure. producers we really want to know i'm gonna pump my mic up just a little bit boom um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we want to know. So hit us up, Crush a Lot Podcast at Instagram, Crush a Lot Podcast, uh, Crush a Lot Cheese, Sir Love Day, uh, Calzingas over at Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. I had a tough time picking the whole list because there's so much yeah. to absorb, as you said. But production wise, mm -hmm. I think the production wise, there's been some really, really, really innovative and good stuff. Um, which is great to hear in terms of diversity. We have hip hop is has so many sub cultures right now, sub genres of Very hip hop. True. So it could go everywhere. Yeah. But I always go back to my roots. I always like a certain sound that I look. Mm. So yeah. my next two picks shouldn't be no surprise. But it fits <laughs> in my biases of what I like and what I look for <laughs> and what gets me through the days. And I've been really, 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 um, man, I got I DJ Muggs for me right <laughs> now, um, is doing DJ Muggs things. <laughs> DJ Muggs is a, <laughs> you know, soul assassin, head chief, uh, one of the architects of Cypress Hills. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, he did production for them mostly, then the Psycho Realm crew and the West Coast stuff. Um, right. And he's done a lot of stuff with Planet Asia and Mayhem mm. Loren. And um, right. this year he dropped another album with uh, Mayhem Loren, which I also ordered. Uh, gold vinyl cost me 100 mm -hmm. but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I got it. Mm. 
and the stuff with Doom, of course. And we have a new Soul Assassin compilation coming out this year. And we also got a new Mm -hmm. Cypress Hill, all produced by DJ Muggs. And Mm -hmm. um, this is not pre-com. This is for ejaculation. (laughs) Because what makes DJ Muggs so Mm -hmm. great I'm talking about his lineage and and, and why he should be considered one of the best producers of all time Mm. is the way he flips samples is a very, very, uh, I wouldn't say it's unique because you could compare him to the RZA in a lot of ways, but Mm -hmm. it's the samples he uses are Mm. rare. He could, he could take rock funk. He could take. He could take Spanish stuff and flip it, and it just creates his own own sound. But he's very, yeah. he's very gritty in his production. Like you can yeah. hear him be like, "Yeah, that's a mug beat." Um, he's not doing this trap stuff. He is soul yeah. assassin. Is really that soul, a lot of soul, a lot of grit, and it happens to be as music and production changes as the evolution of hip hop does. And as Sir Lovedick says in many episodes, you could kind of tell the, the years you were in, depending on the sound mm. of the music. Muggs has mm-hmm. stayed the same. Mm. And right now, his music really appeals to me because even though it's the same right. Muggs, it's new in terms of the landscape of what's going on right now in music. Right, right. So just by, just by getting through those years, um, he just sounds refreshed, hungry, and new, but it's still Muggs. And I just mm. love... Um, the Mayhem Loren album. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. hit or miss on, on, on Mayhem Loren sometimes, but mm. the stuff with Mugs, Mugs really makes them sound really good, and the stuff with Doom is fantastic. Freddie Gibbs over Mugs and Doom track yeah. is ridiculous. It's crazy. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Um, yeah, for real. He's trying to make me like trap. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so yeah, for me, Mugs, um, and that's not a sentimental pick. That is because mm-hmm. I. I'm looking forward to a lot of his projects this year, and I've been happy with what I got. So, yeah, old sure. school appeal. You know, I wouldn't say he has an East Coast sound. I definitely think he has a West Coast sound, um, but mm. I do think it's like West Coast rooted in that '90s nostalgic style. So it fits yeah. well, and I think he has a lot of respect because he's able to represent the West Coast, which is primarily where he's from. But it, it, he was just able to carve his own sound, and it was—it's mm-hmm. so good, it's so good. So I rec—I recommend it. Uh, anything by DJ Muggs, go get it. Fair enough, fair enough. Can't be mad at that. DJ Muggs is a beast, and it's everything beast. that's that he's been dropping, it's been all just like, oh, that's great. Oh, no, that's good too. Oh, that's really good too. The nice little—he's so, getting yeah. a nice little resurgence right now. I'm really, really yeah, happy about true. it. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Uh, all right. Well, my my final selection not necessarily a number one just my final of the three uh is probably going to come as no surprise uh to those who have been listening to the show who've been following and you're paying attention to this sort of metro booming that i've been shouting out (laughs) well what was it no uh he's not on this one uh is my guy when i talk about right now and current producers usually the guy that comes up the most as the most recent producer that kind of I'm obsessed with everything they do is Kei Trinata. Uh the dude Kei Trinata's a beast. <laughs> he's just so he's, he's just he's <sighs> so dude. good. He does more you know, he's just everywhere he does Robert, anything. That Robert uh 
Jalasper or whatever experiment album, yeah, the remix Glasper. album. Oh, so yes. Good. The guy, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, Kevinot is from this era of DJs, producers, uh, you know, musicians, guys, you know, uh, around the same time as like an, an Adrian Young or Mr. Carmack or Shashu, um, you know, guys who came in and kind of made their mark by remixing, you know, existing songs and, and letting that be kind of what built their buzz and got people looking at them like, oh, I know that song, but I really like this version of it. Uh, and then from there, moving into just producing entirely, you know, new songs with artists. Uh, and he's been doing it so well with a, a great combination of really smart, um, really attentive drums that fit everything he's doing. Uh, and they're they're really different each time that the next song comes along, you know, which is which is saying a lot considering how much of his work has been you know house and dance styled beats you know the fact that you can put that much variance in your drum patterns when we all know at the end of the day you know it's gonna sound like you know for a lot of those house records that he could be able to play with that sort of landscape and then just place the drums in all sorts of various places around it so that you still keep that same groove and the same vibe but with his different drum landscape uh, and then that allows for so much work for DJs when they're mixing. There's, there's so much fun when you get to see these guys do it and they're pulling in between a K. Chinata record and, and all of these different house records and he blends in so perfectly between that and the hip-hop and everything else. Uh, and he's been doing some really great stuff of late. He just um, he just had a record, just produced a record with uh, for T.J. Moses um, I think it's Be Your Girl. That's incredible. Great sounding record. Um, he's just did uh, great stuff with Gold Link. He's, his solo album, which was phenomenal stop, stop, uh, top to bottom, and had both house records. It had like a New Jack Swing type records. Um, he's he's re- uh, invigorating the career of Craig David, who, who was who absurd. Was maybe it's absurd. <laughs> yeah. But he's done like maybe three or four tracks for Craig David, and all of them are hot. Like he's, Bishop Naru. Bishop Naru. He's making everybody sound good. The guys. I don't. I don't even know how to describe how well he's doing. He's just been he, on a roll. He, he's walking on a fine line between hip hop, electrical. Mixture, mm-hmm. um, right. and I think it's one. I just how people create music and what inspires them. I can't tell mm-hmm. you until we talk to them. Yeah. But <laughs> he has his very unique sound, and yep. it fits in so many different genres of music. Is that Everywhere. he can produce for almost anybody, anybody. Yeah. So he's in a very good position, and I really like the sound that he creates, and the sound that Golink creates. It's mm-hmm. going back to when house was intertwined with hip hop, and people forget Absolutely. that. I know you haven't, because you talk a lot, and some of your favorite yeah, jams yeah. are house, house music For slash sure. hip hop, Queen Latifah, a bunch of stuff. That yeah, is essentially yeah. like a part of hip hop in the early days, and some Absolutely. some of the pillars 
of hip hop. Hip hop can't claim to be anything without everything else because hip hop is based on taking from everything else, not in a bad way. Absolutely. We take yeah. all the ingredients and make new stuff. Mm -hmm. K Trinata is just bringing it in a more modern, contemporary way. Yeah, and it, it's it's so. a it's it's an experience, and I think that mm -hmm. once he gets a bigger budget, once he gets a, a show set up that visually matches his what he's doing, mm -hmm. that's an experience that I I think would be fantastic if yeah. you take a, a show like a off Broadway show. What's the off Broadway one of those the show where um, you're standing and you're watching and it's going on uh, around yes. you. all over and above and. I think something yeah. like that visually match the visuals with what's going on with Katrina. I think it will be a fantastic concert experience unique to him. Mm -hmm. And I, I would, I would pay top dollar to go for that. So Katrina sure. definitely one of my favorites. Um, yeah. But I'm, I go it's back to, and I, I, I'm not this him when I say this, mama purist, mm -hmm. you know, at the heart, I'm mm -hmm. a purist. I love it. Right. I love those sounds and they're going to get my money. Right. But I'm gonna say he's my top because he's right now, <laughs> right now. Like mm -hmm. if I'm gonna bank on my producer of the year foreshadowing for the crushy is this dude <laughs> right here, unless he has a blunder okay. somewhere. And <laughs> I'm talking about um, my man, Big Ghost. Big mm. Ghost is just amazing. He's just um, he's just he's He's multiple orgasms at once <laughs> with stimulation of the prostate. And mm. and I, I don't even go that way, but my dude inspires me. And uh, mm. he's done that work. You know, he has two great albums right now that he produced, mm -hmm. one with uh, my, one with my, my, my favorite MC right now, Crime Apple, mm. right. and uh, Uncle, Uncle John as well. Mm. He produced the, the whole album and the art right. around it. He's very hands-on. He's producing the new Ghostface album right. as well. And he has two other projects which he hasn't disclosed, disclosed yet. He's dropping five mm. albums that he's producing all um, this year. And if it's anything near what he did for Crime Apple, uh, Aguardiente, and Uncle John... Uh, man, he's gonna run away with it. Um, he, his sound is is definitely East Coast, but he mixes yeah. so much live instrumentation. So when you're looking at the credits, it's it says like supported by these bands. Um, so mm -hmm. he's 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 playing with live instrumentation that right. simulates sampling. Mm -hmm. Kind of like kind of what Adrian Young has been trying to do. Adrian Young is trying to make new music. With old school right. flair for people could sample for we could always have new things. Right. Um, I think it's a little patronizing, but whatever. I'm not here to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's I'll a lot of you. there's a there's a lot of great music, soul music from different parts of the world, mm -hmm. besides just here in the states. I mean, you could go to the go to Central America and mm -hmm. figure out what was going on during the the height of the soul movement over there mm -hmm. and it's almost the exact same thing over here right. and you have tons of samples that's why Gallup point is very good because he knows that right right um but big ghost has all those influences and mm. he's able to mix in horns which i love in hip-hop horns yeah. and he doesn't forget about adding some drums 
Cause it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of the underground now is like don't want to put drums for whatever reason. This is one of my <laughs> critiques about the West Side Gun album. I love it. Where's the drums? Yeah. Where's yeah. the drums? There's no drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very piano heavy. Just one more piano. Planet one Agent piano. dropped a great album. No drums. Mm. None. Yeah. yeah, it's a so, weird thing. He's able to mix all those things. Um, a lot of guitar riffs, a lot of acoustic type sounds, which I, I, I mm-hmm. really like for hip hop. I really, I, I, I was always hoping that was the evolution of hip hop, kind of like what yeah. the roots have been doing. But you know, no, just more, just more of it. But no one, no one, no one. I see no one. Els, Els, Michael's affair don't count either. It's just a cover band. <laughs> Bad, bad, good, good, not, not good, bad, that group, right, right, that, right. that don't good, count. Good, not, 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 bad, not, no, not, 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 good, that good, don't good, count. Good, bad, that's bad. just a novelty yeah. album they did with Ghost. That's all they did. Ghost yeah, had some leftover enough. beats and they just threw it. No, no, no. Big Ghost yeah. brings something unique, something that can be played live. And he's not here to chase big stars. Like he got Ghost, but I think that's as high as he wants to go. And he yeah. is a smart hip-hop scholar as well if you f- I follow him on instagram and he's just really 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 smart um i mm. consider ninth wonder to be very very smart in hip-hop and i and in the story of it and i when he, li- he talks i listen and big ghost is right under that for me and uh i recommend people checking out the crime apple uh aguardiente uncle john mm-hmm. and go back to his back on uh, hush kick uh, yeah. king pain the cocaine album is great and look forward to that ghost face he did drop an a single yeah. for that album a few months ago. It could be just mm-hmm. a one shot with a bunch of the Wu Tang members, and it's like right. if that's how it's gonna sound. <laughs> Ghost is gonna rip it. So I'm I'm looking forward to anything big Ghost and Ghost, double Ghost, triple Ghost. Uh, we're never gonna get the triple MF Duke go Ghost. Oh, so you know, so I'll take the big Ghost. So that's my that's yeah. mine. Um, and also, there's a bunch of other producers. Future Wave is great. Stu Banger is right. great. I want to hear more right. from Stu Banger. I love that fiber optic um, album a lot. So there's a lot to talk about. And I'm sure Kalina has a bunch of stuff. We'll put it up on Twitter. I'm sure V Don yeah. is up there for her. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm 100% sure about that. Um, but shout yeah. out to you, Kalina. Shout out to Sir Love. They always bring in a shout out to everybody who's been checking out the show. We appreciate it. If you comment, Mm. like, share, whatever. If you're hitting on Sir Love, they hitting on me, hitting on Kalina. We don't care. Just, you know, any love you can show, we appreciate it. Um, (laughs) And we're going to keep grinding. Um, We're going to, you know, we're going to produce some new shirts. Um, You know, let us know what you want to see. A lot of people, you know, Kalina likes to flex on her heel game. Maybe we'll do a heel shirt. You never know. (laughs) We'll we'll try, but we appreciate it. Hey, do us a favor. Go to iTunes, Apple Podcast app, and leave a comment. Uh, Let us know. That helps people get to see the show, retweet it, whatever. Whatever you could do, we we definitely appreciate it. And as always, stay dry, keep safe, keep each other um, supported and all that good stuff. Peace. Peace.